Hello and welcome to Five Things You Need to Know, the podcast that delivers carefully curated current events aimed to inform, engage, and entertain. I am your host, Soul, and today I'm being joined by Adi. Hello. Hello. Back like we never left. Um, today's five topics are one, the Republican National Convention that happened this past week, two, police violence and violence against police. Three, Russia being banned from the 2016 Olympics. Four, Leslie Jones and the Twitter debacle. And five, the saga continues. Kimye versus Tay-Tay. I know. It's, it's crazy. It's been a crazy week. It really has. Um, so we'll, we'll jump right into our first topic, the Republican National Convention. And I'm going to try and keep this to five minutes. <laughs> Because oh, there's just, I one. know there's just so much. Um, some of my some of my highlights. Um, so first, it takes place in Cleveland, Ohio. Yes, it does. It does, and the Ohio governor John Kasich, who also ran for uh, the presidential nomination, um, didn't go. He said, "Nah, I'm not going." So it was like the governor of the state that was holding the convention was not there. Yeah, that's unprecedented. <laughs> well, actually, there were a lot of faces that were absent mm-hmm. um, at the Republican National Convention. There were quite a few that were there as well, but uh, yeah, like the Bushes, they did right. not attend. Right. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, I think there was only one former nominee that attended. That's right, Bob Dole. Bob Dole, Bob Dole, Bob Dole, yes. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. <laughs> He, he was the only former nominee in, in, in attendance. So mm-hmm. what that means is like, if you look at the past few um, elections, mm-hmm. you know, for every race, you have a nominee in the Democratic side and a nominee right. in the Republican side. Mm-hmm. If you look back, the only one that attended was Bob Dole. Right. So like for all these Romney didn't attend. Yeah, McCain. McCain. None well, of the Bushes. Mc- yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Crazy. It is. It's. It is very interesting. So yeah. So that happened, and then (laughs) to further like show, um, the the theme of this is Ted Cruz. So Ted Cruz gets there, and it was interesting because I remember the night this happened, I was working out. I was at the gym, and so there was this thing that kept flashing like Ted Cruz to endorse Donald Trump, and I'm like, wow, okay, cool, you know, he's Um, coming around. Yeah, on the Trump train, right? (laughs) Yes, choo choo, (laughs) and so uh, I left the gym before he actually got to speak. So I didn't hear about what the stunt he pulled until the next day, which the stunt being, he never endorsed Donald. Yeah. <laughs> he told everyone to vote with their conscience. Um, but you know what? I, I, I can respect him for that because I could see Trump pulling that kind of stuff I could, on, yeah. on another candidate. Definitely. If it wasn't him. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and to be, for me, it was like, I wasn't shocked or surprised. I think I was just like, okay, this really happened because it would, for Ted Cruz to have gotten on that stage and actually endorsed Trump, that would have been completely out of character for him. Like this was actually yeah. something that, you know, he would do aside from his green eggs and ham and, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. behavior. It, it's something that, that he would do. And it's, it's just funny. Cause every time I think about it, I just think about that, that big Sean song, like, I don't, that's what you, 
Jesus. I'm sure that's what he was thinking about too. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's exactly what he was thinking about. It was probably playing in the back of his mind. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, he gave, he gave zero F bombs, um, that night. So yeah, some people have called him out. Uh, Sarah Palin, one of the most reputable, um, political she is, yes. Yes, she is. <laughs> persons ever has said that he's, he, his, in essence, um, performed political suicide because she was saying in the future moving forward like his um inability to play ball so to speak uh will hinder him and and i don't know you know i think that that just really depends on how this um election season ends up playing out right Exactly. so if if he wins versus if he loses and then if he does lose by how much, right, you know, exactly. like if he loses by a ton, right, right, right. then people are going to look at Ted and say, Hey man, this, this, this guy was, was no, no, no. Oh, this guy was right. Oh, I got you. Okay. If he only loses by a little bit or if he wins, mm-hmm. they're going to look at Ted as if like, Oh, it's because of you. You didn't, you know, you, you didn't give us your full support. So those few that listened to what you said, you. voted for, for their conscience, right, right, right. didn't vote for him. Got you. Okay. Yeah. That'll be an interesting thing um, to see kind of the outcome from that. But yeah, I think that this kind of plays at something that we've been discussing week after week, which is like the division amongst the party. Right. Within, yeah, within each party, there's yeah. division even more so than, than normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we see that with Ted and I think Ted voiced a lot of it. We see a lot of people that did not attend, which is, which is very different for, um, a convention of this magnitude right. to not have these critical names there. Right. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in the polls. Yes, it will. The whole, the whole thing. But I think the, the, the part of the convention that really took the cake for me was Melania Trump's plagiarism of none other than Michelle Obama. Like, she didn't copy from Nancy Reagan. You know what I mean? Or even Laura Bush, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She took <laughs> words from Michelle Obama. And I think... She's hip. She's current. I mean, <laughs> she's, she's fashionable. Awesome. Yeah, right? she's So awesome. she probably liked Michelle's style the best. Well, and, and, and she has. She said in the past um, that Melania really uh, likes Michelle Obama's swag, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there, it was just so interesting because when it first happened, I, I don't think anyone watching the, um, the speech live necessarily thought like immediately like, Oh, she copied, but obviously oh, no. people, people latched yeah, onto I, it. I heard it on the radio and there was no way that I would have known right. um, that she was taking bits and pieces from, from Obama's. Right. And mm-hmm. so then it comes out. And so it was just so interesting that the first day the Trump's the Trump squad, so to speak, um, tried to spin it like, you know, it's not a big deal. She didn't plagiarize. She took a few common words. I mean, it's like copying, um, John legend and my little pony. And it was just this, this thing where it was just kind of like, okay, this is, this is how you're going to play it. This is what we're going to, we're going to talk about my little pony. Like really, you know, and we're talking about a political contest, you know? Yeah. And what they were, I think what they were trying to argue, which I'm not saying that they did it well, but <laughs> I think what they were trying to argue was that this is a common theme. It's a common message yeah. for, um, you know, the, um, first lady to, mm-hmm. to give to the community. Um, and you see it time and time again 
of course not lifted like word for word <laughs> two but, paragraphs yeah. yeah but you know that it's a it's it's not a unique thing that mm-hmm. only um Michelle Obama came up with yeah. right it's a it's a it's a common ideology that's right, of founded, course. Yeah. which which I understand I but when people do that and people do that all the time I think one of the most um quoted uh, individuals, especially when people are speaking publicly is, uh, Maya Angelou and, Mm -hmm. you know, people will quote, you know, there is a famous quote or Maya Angelou once Mm -hmm. said, you know, people remember how you make them feel and they piggyback off of that. But, you know, (laughs) I won't even say it's in defense, but realistically she couldn't have done that. You know, she couldn't have done that in her speech. She couldn't oh, no, have said no, like, yeah. oh, Michelle Obama once said, because she probably would have gotten booed. And so to kind of fast forward. So so the day after it happened, yeah, every, everyone in the Trump squad is like mad at the media and mad at everyone else for making such a big deal out of something. But then the day after that, a staffer comes forward and says, finally, it was her fault and that she had briefly spoken with Melania about it and Melania admittedly so really respected and liked Michelle Obama right. and kind of threw out some ideas. Um, and they just wrote the speech. They didn't do any fact checking. They didn't do any, any of that. And that's kind of what happened. And I had heard before, even this week that, uh, Melania didn't sign up to be a politician's wife. No, no. And this wasn't, so, this yeah. wasn't in her, you know, her goal, dream goal yeah. timeline. Exactly. She was like, I'm going to marry, marry a rich man. I'm going to make this paper. I'm a do me. Mm-hmm. Um, so now she's been thrown in this and, and, and it, it was said that she was going back and forth with the hired speech writers because she didn't like what they were having her say. Right. And it was too, you know, whatever the case. So, um, so yeah, it's funny that they go back and they finally say, yeah, we ripped it. So I think if they would have done that from the start and, and see, it like, wouldn't have the, been so bad. The thing is also when you have so many hands in a pot like that, when right. you're writing something that you're not the sole person that's that's contributing to it. So mm-hmm. a lot of people are, are adding their two cents onto the speech and it builds into, and it becomes this whole other being that you, you didn't really start off with. Right. So they, it probably took them some time to figure out where the plagiarism happened right, all, exactly. along the way. Like yeah. how, how did it, how did it get on, on the speech? Like right. what happened? How did it make it? Yeah, so yeah, you have to go back and, and, and trace your steps and then, you know, that staffer figured it out like, oh my gosh. But the, <laughs> <laughs> it was me. <laughs> oh, the look on her face. It's like a movie where you're like, you're down and you're writing and then you just like look up at wide eyed at the camera. It's just yeah. like, <laughs> but you know, she put, she put that out because she had offered her resignation. According mm-hmm. to her statement, she offered mm-hmm. her resignation to the Trump family. The Trump family so humbly said, no, mm-hmm. everyone makes mistakes. And she's still on the staff. So that was the Republican National Convention in, what, in 10 minutes? Uh, <laughs> there's there's much more, but we just don't have the time to go into all of it. Um, so we'll move we'll move forward um, and, and talk about uh, police violence and violence against police. And I really just kind of want to do a brief review. Uh, my challenge for you as a listener, if you already aren't aware of a lot of the things that have been going on recently, um, that have been in the news, um, just to, to make yourself more familiar with it, because there, there's a lot happening and, and a lot of people are saying things. And I've even heard in conversations with people that I know, you know, people kind of 
throw out, you know, uh, phrases or opinions or repeat things that they've heard. Um, and sometimes it's not the full story or they don't, you know, have all of the information and not that I do either. And not that any one news outlet does, but I think at this point in time in our country, it's very important that we understand, excuse me, what is going on and, and what people are talking about. Because a lot of times when, when things are hard hitting as, as the nature of police violence and brutality and violence against police, um, I feel like we yell about it more than just actually talk about it and discuss right. it. And, um, so, you know, just briefly a couple of weeks ago, um, the man Alton Sterling was killed by the police. There is a video on that. And I will warn you if you, um, get queasy with stuff like that, don't watch the video. Um, but there is a vi- video footage of them. He was outside out front of a store. Um, and I believe he was, he was selling bootleg DVDs, go figure. But, and, and someone said he did have a gun, but, um, the area that he was in is an open carry area. Um, and the cops come, the two cops tussle with him, um, and they shoot him point blank. Uh, he dies. So that has happened recently. Philandro, uh, Castile was in Minnesota and also an open carry, uh, state, he was pulled over because of a taillight. Now there is a report out saying that one of the police calls, when the police called back into dispatch, they said that they pulled him over, not because his taillight, but because he looked like another robbery suspect that had a wide set nose. And, uh, again, definitely do, do some research. That was just some of the things that I had read. Um, so they did based on that story, he was profiled based on what the police are saying. He was pulled over because of a taillight. Again, research is, is key here. Um, but either way, uh, Philandro let the officers know that he had a gun in his car. And I'm sorry that I don't believe Minnesota is open carry, but he did have a concealed weapon that he was licensed to be able to carry. Um, there was a, a minor altercation and he was shot. That was also caught on, on video and he died. Um, and so in the aftermath of that in Dallas, there was a black lives matter pro, uh, protest. And I think one of the most heart wrenching things about that evening is that the protest was peaceful. Um, there were the law enforcement was interacting with protesters. Uh, there were no scuffles, there were no arrests, there were no issues. Um, and pretty much in sniper style, a shooter was on top of, uh, a building and ended up shooting and killing, I believe five off. He, he shot more officers and more people, but I believe five officers died in that shooting. Um, which is very extremely unfortunate. Um, and then last week you had in Baton Rouge where Alton Sterling actually was killed. Um, you had officers that were lured out into the open and, um, and shot and kind of picked off. I think four of them, four or five of them were shot and three of them died. And one of the interesting things with that story is that one of the officers was uh, a black man and he had written a very gripping, um, I believe it was a Facebook post, it was a post. Mm-hmm. um, just about being black in America and being a police officer and being a black police officer. And, uh, 
it was just it's just almost eerie that that he was involved in that Ominous, yeah. yeah and so these things have happened and i guess for me again like i said really my my suggestion i'm not going to get too much into how how i feel about each thing personally uh, because it's just so heavy, it's so deep and it's so heavy. But I, but my suggestion is to learn as much as you can about every aspect of it. If you are going to formulate an opinion, if you are, and and you should, and you should be thinking about these things as an American citizen. But if you're going to form an opinion, that's my only suggestion is to get all of the information that you can um, to make that opinion. But also, I would like to say. Um, and I, I'll speak for myself. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to automatically speak for, for Ari, but I'm going to say that it is very possible to be for um, the reforming of justice and the asking of questions of why certain procedures are the way they are um, and be for um, or in support of good law enforcement. Because someone says black lives matter or because someone says that there is an issue within our, our legal or law enforcement system that causes uh, people of color to be targeted, which statistics prove such. But because someone says that does not mean that they condone the killing of police officers. And it does not mean that they condone any physical harm to police officers. And I think that that's one of the main things that gets lost in this discussion. And so, you know, if you do choose to look more into this or you have looked into it and you formulated an opinion and, and kind of how you feel, that's my own, that's that, that, I guess that's my two cents moving forward. Yeah. And I, I like that you're challenging people to, um, really look into and research this, this issue because there is a lot to say about it. And, you know, you have each person has their own experience that they're basing their um, opinions off of. Right. But no, it's it's I think if anything, um, having it's prompted these co these types of conversations. Right. And I think that's a that's a good first step. I mean, it's it's horrible. I, I I've been just I've been in this mood recently because it's it's everywhere. You know, you see it on Facebook, you see it on the news, mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's horrible violence and people, people are losing their lives mm -hmm. over this. So it's, 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 it's really heavy, but it should definitely be, um, a point of conversation. Um, I think that too many of us see it on Facebook or see it on the news and just scroll past it. You know, like, right. I just don't want to deal with this. Right. It's exactly. too heavy, mm -hmm. but I think people should start looking at it you know, forcing themselves to formulate an opinion right. on it. Um, and, and this way we can, we can start that path towards, towards change. And, yeah. and I agree with you. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to tout one side over the other, but I think that when these sides can come together and have a conversation, then we can, we can really make progress because mm -hmm. if you're, if you're standing on one side of the fence, but you know, you refuse to listen you know, you're not, you're, you're, you're standing still. You're not really you're not contributing right. to a solution. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so that was my dollar and 50 cents <laughs> and Ari's, and Ari's quota. Okay. Uh, um, 
So initially, Russia was banned from, the whole country was banned from the 2016 Olympics. But um, but why? <laughs> because of a doping scandal. Um, they had done That's some tests uh, in order to qualify the athletes or test for PEDs, which are performance-enhancing drugs. And so they found a large number of these athletes were testing positive and... Uh, for these PEDs. And I think as they investigate, they started to find like this kind of this conspiracy, the scandal, this drug ring that was going on. Yes. Not and so Russia. don't. <laughs> so initially, um, they were going to ban, um, the whole country. Russia was not going to be able to compete, but actually as of what, five minutes ago, four hours ago. Okay. Very close. I was close. Yeah. Yeah. It depends okay. on what the scale Anyways, is. Anyway, so four minutes ago, no, um, the IOC actually reversed the whole countrywide band, and now the athletes who initially tested clean will now, in fact, be able to participate in the 2016 Olympics. They will have to undergo another set of uh, testing. And I think the question now is, are they still going to be able to compete under their country, Russia, or are they going to be, you know, how are, how, what are they going to do? Because there are a lot of athletes that tested positive that are not going to be able to compete. Right. Um, I don't think they can compete for another country. Well, no, not for another country, but would it just be like, has this ever happened before? Uh, not to this degree. There, there have been whole countries that have been banned, Mm -hmm. but in the past, um, it wasn't, due to athlete behavior or anything like that, anything of that sort. It was more so just like, you know, you can't sit here kind of thing uh, uh, when we're talking about a political global perspective. Mm-hmm. So it was a way to kind of punish um, <laughs> people, countries that weren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Got it. Or um, uh, so like, for example, it was Germany and World War and actually both the World Wars. <laughs> Um, also it. South Africa has been banned, yes, because of Indonesia, mm-hmm. right. And different times politically, but that's not to say that, um, countries haven't participated for other reasons. So, mm-hmm. um, those are ones that the IOC has banned mm-hmm. in the past, but then there's, um, countries who have not participated out of protest. Okay. So mm-hmm. again, politics, you know, mm-hmm. has to do with, you know, things that are going on, international affairs, and they are protesting, whether it's the location or um, just something that some other political uh, event that is, is going mm-hmm. on, that's their means of protesting. Also, athletes have been banned mm-hmm. for life. So <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Um, one that I'm sure we're all familiar with is Harding. Tanya. Yes, she was banned. She's banned for life? She's banned for life, yes. Wow. Yeah, that's what I happens. I didn't realize that. When you attack <laughs> other <laughs> athletes, yeah. See, if I was Tanya at the hearing, I'd have been like, why? <laughs> <laughs> but why? But why? For life. Yeah. Bonita. Yeah, wow, there was a, okay. another athlete. He was a Taekwondo athlete. He um, he was banned. What did he do? He'll never guess. <laughs> During the match, uh, he um, he punched, I believe, or no, he kicked um, he kicked one referee in the face, and I think he punched somebody else. Wait, but yeah. what, was it like not on accident? He was upset with the call. 
So like he he did his thing, pushed the guy out the circle, right? And then they were like, no. And then he was like, let me oh, kick yeah. you in your face. He, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right to the face. Yeah, so wow. he's banned. Um, okay. And then there was another, I think it was a weightlifter that was banned. Um, for life. For, mm-hmm, for life. For life. Which, you know, doesn't seem like a big deal because it's every four years. But when you look at, you know, some of our modern day athletes, you know, they're they're going to several Olympics. Right, it also doing, depends on the sport. Yeah, like, but they're um, doing two to three. The well, swimmer, what's the swimmer's name? Michael Phelps. Yeah, what's the swimmer's name? <laughs> you knew who I was talking about. Yeah, the best. <laughs> One of the best swimmers ever. You know, you know the guy. Oh, him. That swimmer. Him. Yeah, that guy. He. Uh, what is this? I think, his fourth? No. It's I, his fifth. I think it's his fifth or sixth. But he, um, I think he's breaking a record for um, yeah. the amount of Olympics that he's been a participated. Part of. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I think well, in certain sports you start you start young. So like gymnastics, you you typically start pretty young. Um, but then on the flip side, it's like. How long, you know, how how old can you actually be to still compete at this kind of level? Um, so this will be interesting. Yes, yes, it will. I'm excited. I always get so excited over the Olympics, but then now that uh, Russia, most of Russia won't be. I there. know <laughs> the the gymnasts will not be the same. Yeah. <laughs> that is so true. I think yeah, I think that that's the event that will be most affected. I could I could be wrong. I am no Olympic Olympian. Um, expert, but I, I do. I think that the the gymnastics is really going to be the the difference. Yeah, and it's going to be a little different for us this year because we're actually going to be able to see more of the events live. Right. Because of the time the zone. The time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this is going to be fun. So, so yeah, so uh, like I said, breaking news, the whole country of Russia is not going to be banned any longer. Um, the athletes that tested uh, positive for PEDs will not be able to compete while the clean athletes, so to speak, will. Um, so we'll and I think on. it was uh, five, five Olympics for Michael Phelps. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Just want to make sure everyone knows. Yeah, because that is very important. Yes. Hi. <laughs> All right. Our fourth topic, um, Leslie Jones, who uh, is... I guess she she's known now for her role in the summer blockbuster Ghostbusters the the remake which features women, um, but <laughs> don't start. But um, don't the first that. time I I saw Leslie Jones was on SNL uh, and she was a, a guest on the weekend update and was hilarious and so I've kind of been a fan of her since since then it's mm-hmm. been a while yeah she's a funny um, lady she is she sure is well recently so first of all this this. Ghostbusters redo has been catching so much flack, um, largely because there's women involved, right? And um, so Ghostbusters are male. <laughs> yeah, they're not Ghostbusters. <laughs> Busterettes. <laughs> Anywho, the the film has been catching a lot of flack, uh, anyways. But but one of the things that happened once the film came out is. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his last name. His, his first name is Milo, and he's uh, with the, the Breitbart Group, which is an extremely conservative uh, media company, um, and he's, quote-unquote, a journalist. Um, he puts, Kit, You sound a little biased. I am very biased, because he puts some really racial... 
things on his Twitter. I mean, he depicted Leslie Jones as an ape and as, as a gorilla. I mean, it was just a ton of disgusting Ooh. stuff. It's been taken down now. But not only did he do this, he also encouraged his 300,000 followers to do the same in, in which they did. And so, um, you know, Leslie Jones tweeted out a few things like, you know, like I'm human. Like, how can people do this? It makes me lose faith in the human race. And so Twitter responded by um, initially suspending Milo's account. And I believe that it's an indefinite suspension at this point. Um, and there, I think there has been discussion about him being actually banned from Twitter. Um, and so the people that are for um, Milo have, have started the... Uh, hashtag free Milo because they're saying freedom of speech. You know, he's being banned for freedom of speech. Um, and they've even pointed to the fact that there are terrorists and other people that are still on Twitter while this, you know, American guy who's just saying what he want, you know, saying what he feels, um, has been banned. Um, but I think, and then, and then there's also been people that have attacked Twitter and said that Twitter hasn't been as vigilant as it should be with people like Milo and other people that are using Twitter for hate speech and hate mongering. Um, and so, so thus Leslie Jones has, has definitely been in the news, um, you know, in the spotlight the last couple of weeks, a, like I said, for the film, but B because of this incident that happened. And I think, you know, it does kind of bring up that discussion is, is, is Twitter doing enough? And we've kind of talked about this before with Azalea Banks when she was banned, um, or I should say indefinitely suspended from Twitter. Um, but yeah, again, like is Twitter doing enough? Are these social media, um, organizations doing enough? But then I guess, you know, not that I agree with what Milo did by any means, but then, you know, at what point, do we make the decision of, of freedom of speech? And the only reason I ask that is because, as I, I've said before, there isn't a clear-cut line. Um, and it almost seems as they're kind of making it and determining it as they go. You know what I mean? It's not like if you say these, this, 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 and this, you're, you're banned or you're suspended. You know. But if it's like this, you're not. And so it, a lot of it is up to um, subjective viewing of, of, of the content. Right. Yes. I agree with what you're saying. Although you didn't have an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) No, but my, my, my two cents on that, which, uh, comes down to what, what you were talking about with Twitter and, um, kind of like impeding your, um, freedom of speech Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, they're private companies. So they can, they can. Yeah. And, um, when you look at accounts like Facebook, or not accounts, but uh, networks like Facebook and Instagram, they are a lot more vigilant, um, in banning and suspending people for, um, certain language usage. Mm -hmm. Uh, and even, even on the back end, um, when you control a page, you can, um, set filters for language. So, um, you know, you, you obviously put in all, all, all the cuss words and right. just <laughs> depending on what kind of page you're running, right, you know, right, right. um, and you, you list basically all of the quote unquote bad words that you don't want. Right. And so oh, when right. someone will try and post something, with that, um, with language. that, it, it doesn't show up. Interesting. You can go in on the back end and receive it and approve it or not, but it. it, 
it suspends the comment from being viewed. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, like I said, Facebook and Instagram are making more um, strides in, in that direction. But I think overall, I think, I actually think that Twitter should be um, banning people. A little more. A little more. Yeah. I mean, because this, this is really crossing the line. This mm-hmm. isn't just, you know, freedom to express an opinion. This is cyberbullying. This right. is hate speech. Right. Right. You know? Exactly. This isn't, this isn't just like, you know, th- these are my opinions on right. X, Y, Z. Right, right, right. I mean, he's inciting people to, mm-hmm. yeah, to attack her mm-hmm. for nothing more than her race and what right. she looks like. Mm-hmm. There isn't, I mean, and um, I'm not as familiar with the story, so I don't know if there was some kind of beef that happened beforehand or no. why he targeted her. Yeah. If no. there was something mm-hmm. that sparked that. Yeah. So if there wasn't anything that no, sparked it, Mm-mm. then yeah, it's completely hate speech. It's not like yeah. he's retaliating for something that she did to him right, or something exactly. like that. Yeah. yeah. No, there was no past. But I will I will conclude this topic with one of the best comments I saw on this. Because you know, people obviously <laughs> can be crazy on online. But one of the best topics I saw was on uh, the Huffington Post um, article on this. And (laughs) the profile picture, at least, is like, you know, an older white male with glasses. And his comment was, I don't know what this Milo guy is thinking. What I see is a beautiful, tall woman that I would love to have call me. And he, I think he put like hashtag call me please Leslie or something. And I just thought that that was awesome, you know, in light of everything that had happened, you know, here, here you had this, you know, <laughs> this older white man that was like, yeah, call me girl. Um, so I, th- I thought that part of it was awesome. So as we move on to something like, I think our most important topic, um, the saga continues, uh, Kim Ye versus Tay. Tay. Oh, and let me first say, for those of you that You're are getting po- really creative with these titles, I am. I I, well, you know what? You killed it with flooding them feeds, <laughs> and I just felt like I needed to step my game up. <laughs> so I did clearly. Yes. Um, no, but not that you guys need to know any of the true specifics about this beef, because um, I'm sure some of you are like, "Why are we? Why is? Why do I need to know this?" And and you don't necessarily need to know this, but I'm. I'm going to kind of go into the background of it just because there were some other things that happened and, and we really want to kind of talk about a concept that we've been mulling over back and forth that I think would be interesting for, um, to engage you as the listener as well. So the Kimye versus Tay-Tay. So Kanye West put out the life of Pablo and on that album, he has a song called famous. Um, and he never ceases to amaze. Um, there is a line in there where he says, you know, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that B word <laughs> famous. Um, and so when it first came out, there was this whole backlash. Like, how could he say that? Why would he even say that? Especially considering their history. And so he had initially said, yo, like I talked to her. She approved it. She said it was cool. And so in that moment, instead of Taylor saying, what she has recently said, which instead of her saying, you know what, I heard some of it. I thought, you know, it was cool. I thought it was kind of interesting, but I didn't hear, hear the part where he called me a B word and I didn't necessarily approve that part. Instead of saying that, she said, 
No, she never approved it, never heard the song, nothing. And so now, you know, people go back to thinking, okay, here's Taylor, the victim. Everybody's picking on Taylor, which he did pick on her at the BMAs. I will give you that point. She's a little lamb. Yeah. And he's the big bad wolf. He's the big bad wolf. And so, yeah, and then it was like, this is Kanye being Kanye. Um, So that was kind of the thing. And okay, people moved on because that's not really important. Well, no, it's not. recently, um, and Kim Kardashian has always kind of said since, not always, but since this broke out, she has said, you know what? I have proof that Taylor said it was cool. She approved it. And, uh, you know, so people obviously don't really take her that seriously either. So, um, recently she, Kim revealed on Snapchat, the phone conversation between Kanye West and Taylor Swift in, in which Kanye, he does, he doesn't rap the whole thing, but he raps the line. You know, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex and she's on the video. Like, Oh, that's like tongue in cheek. That's kind of a comp. It's like a backhanded compliment. That's kind of cool. You know, I'm going to pretend like I don't know anything about it. And then eventually say I was in on it the whole time. Thus, more drama ensues. Taylor Swift now and then posts, you know, a thing saying, okay, see what happened was <laughs> I heard the first part. I didn't hear the second part, yada, yada, yada. So she's still kind of trying to play the victim and, and the good guy here. And people have changed their opinion. Some people have changed their opinions. Like Piers Morgan feels like she duped everyone, but needless to say her BFF, Selena Gomez. Now we're getting into the real part. Uh, comes in to, to kind of save the day. And um, she tweets out, there are more important things to talk about. Why can't people use their voice for something that effing matters? And so that's a natural response when your BFF is, you feel like your BFF is getting put on blast or attacked by someone else. But people on Twitter are kind of like, okay, yeah, we get it. Like, you, you know, you're talking about Kim Kardashian. Um so then, you know, another follower then, or person on Twitter says, good question. Why haven't you or Taylor not said a thing about black lives matter or police brutality? Um, to which Selena answers, oh, LOL. So that means if I hashtag something, I save lives. No, I could give two F's about sides. You don't know what I do. So that kind of brings us, that's the whole backstory to bring us to our topic, which is, um, kind of twofold is like, a do we really care if celebrities make these comments about these, these things that are happening, these current events and B or two, did I start with one? I can't remember now. I think we know what you're talking about. <laughs> the next part, um, is, you know, is it better just to say nothing? You know, like, is it better to really monitor your language online? Um, so yeah. Well, first, do you, do you care? Like when a tragedy happens, which is so unfortunate that there are tragedies consistently happening of mm-hmm. this magnitude, but when a tragedy happens, the, the people, the celebrities that you follow on your social media platforms, do you care if they say anything? Well, firstly, I really don't follow very many celebrities. I just, I find that I don't really care what they have to say for the most part. Wow. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Okay, no, now really, now be honest. <laughs> I just, you know, there's there's a few that I do follow, mm-hmm. and um, and before I used to follow a ton of them, but then I realized like 
they're not that exciting, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't really know them, so I don't really mm-hmm. care right. about what they have to say right, for right, the right, most right. part. But um, I know I don't look to celebrities to see how they respond. I don't I don't seek out their response for certain things. Mm-hmm. And that might be that I'm just older. Maybe if I was a teenager, I might yeah, um, care a little more. Yeah, put a little more emphasis in that. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't. The thing, the thing is, um, though, I have, when I don't agree with something that they say, I have just unfollowed them. Interesting. Um, yeah, so if I come across something that um, I don't like or I don't, and it's, it's not necessarily like uh, as a result of an event. Let's right, say right, like, right, you right, know, right, right. something happens and this is how they're choosing, they're, they're, they're choosing is, a side that's right. opposite mine. Right, right, right. Necessarily, no, but like if they... I don't know if they're tweeting about something and I don't really like it or I don't really agree with it. And Mm -hmm. you know, I don't really like them very much. I'll just unfollow them. Interesting. But, um, but yeah, I don't really seek out their validation. I'm not looking to see what they, what they have to say about certain things. Right. I don't really put it. I'm not interested in it. Right. And I, I, I kind of feel the same way too. It's just, it's, it's kind of, I probably follow more celebrities than you do. Um, you do. Wow. I hope y'all heard that judgment coming through. <laughs> um, no, I probably do. But yeah, for me, I <laughs> I don't monitor. Yeah, like when when a tragedy happens, I don't scroll through my feed like, okay, did Drake say something? Okay, you know, right. did did Jesse Williams say something? Well, he always says something. But you know what I mean? Like right. I don't I don't do that. Like if I see it, I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I don't gauge any of that off of, of what they say about any kind of social issues or even like defending, you know, each other. So I guess that, that kind of feeds into the second part of it is like, yeah, I think there are some times that celebrities kind of shoot themselves in the foot or, you know, put their foot in their mouth, um, when they respond to things in haste and twofold, not saying that they're not humans because duh, that's what humans do. That's mm-hmm. what we do. We react, you know, right. you say something mean to us or bad about us. We're going to come back and say something mean or bad about you. And so I'm not saying that, you know, they are expected to be above being human. Um, because no matter what they say, they could say, you know, I woke up today and the sun was shining and it's a beautiful day mm-hmm. and they're going to have a million people on there. Like yo day is stupid. Don't nobody care about your damn day. You know, <laughs> Exactly. No matter exactly. what, that's going to happen. No matter what, they, right. they just have such large followings. Like exactly. you're, you're, you're going to get trolls. Exactly. And so I, I'm just saying, like, yeah, sometimes instead of yeah, instead of reacting or responding, um, sometimes it is better because you're going to make the mistake. And I think that a you know a human, a person that understands that that everyone is human is going to say, oh, they really killed it with that one. Um, and, and kind of move past it. But I think when you continue to kind of stoke the fire as well, when you're coming back and forth with these people, it will. Cause the, the, the funny thing is, <laughs> well, while talking about this topic, one of the main people that does that is Kanye West. Mm-hmm. But the, the interesting thing is, um, and I could be wrong cause I'm not looking at his financial statements. Um, but the interesting thing is that I think a lot of people that are fans of his work, um, I think if you were to ask people like, do you actually like Kanye West or do you, <laughs> do you agree right, with what he right. says all the time? I think you're going to ha- have people that say, no, sometimes he goes on these rants. I don't even know what he's talking about, mm-hmm. but 
the life of Pablo. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, just as you said, I think sometimes if things are extremely contradictory to, to, to how I feel or how I look at things, I don't necessarily like immediately unfollow, but yeah, I do kind of think about it differently as opposed to someone who just is kind of even killed, doesn't really say much or anything, or maybe may have a few things to say. And I kind of agree with it. Um, so yeah, well, we'll, we'll let you know how the rest of the drama unfolds. Oh my gosh. I can hardly wait. <laughs> next week on now um so thank you i want to take this time out to say thank you all very much uh for tuning in uh we have been on a, a small break because there were some you know small things that we did like get married and, and buy a house um very very small things uh <laughs> 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 minuscule minuscule um no we, we we've had some life-changing things happening within the last couple months and it's been awesome um but it has taken away our time to be able to sit down and and speak with you uh, in regards to the five things that you need to know. So I uh, just want to thank you for listening again, and we will be a lot more regular. <laughs> Go ahead. Fiber, gonna, yes. Take that fiber. I knew you were going to mm-hmm. say something uh, from here on out. But uh, thank you again for, for listening. If you would like to um, listen to our other episodes, you can find us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash 5TYNTK. That's five things you need to know, the acronym. Uh, you can also check me out on Twitter. At check you out. Watch it. At Soul35. That is S E O U L. Three five, and how do you tell them how to get a hold of you? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram. Not following any celebrities. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I said I follow a few. Okay, not as many as other people in this room. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, as I was saying, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at Ariana Orama. That's at Ariana Orama two N's oh that's great well you guys enjoy your week and we will talk to you next week did we get it we got everything <laughs>